Hey, man. Hey, how's my sound? Am I on? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear okay. you. All right. Sorry. So what, are you using your phone now or what? I'm using my phone, yeah. Where'd you get that hat? Uh, this one, the dad hat? I don't know. Target? Target normally, on sale. Normally, you're wearing the normal Dodger Dodger blue hat, but what is this, off-brand? Yeah, I have brand? a... Yeah, I have a, I have this one. I have the gray one. It's like a trucker hat. I got a, a, a navy blue and red, red one. So um, Got to get more. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, jumping on Instagram. Um, we we haven't. I don't think we've gone live on Instagram for a while. Uh, when we do Instagram, it's a lot more um, casual. I think um, a lot more uh, low key. Um, but I think this is a good good way for us to quickly talk about what's happening. And of course, I can save the video now, and uh, I can also put it on Facebook and YouTube. So I guess this is just Walnut Commentary, just live on Instagram, man. All right, Preston, let's go. Preston says you're not ready for these questions. Why? Is that because of his hat? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> Hanley, what's going on, man? There's There is a... There's been a lot going on uh, in the courts recently. Some big news. Why don't you tell everybody the story? I, I assume you're referring to uh, John MacArthur and Grace Community Church. I might be. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think, I think for most of you who are familiar with our church family, uh, you know that Grace Community Church uh, decided to, a couple weeks ago, defy the government, the governor's orders in the state of California and open services indoor right so that's but having services indoors one thing uh they are completely not upholding or requiring any of the guidelines so if you if you take a look at grace community church's uh sermons i guess they post them the videos you can watch those you can follow some of their leaders and and they put photos up i mean you're talking about thousands of people and according to john MacArthur, what is it six thousand or more um yeah. People attending attending the last few weeks, no social distancing. Um, people can wear face masks if they want. They can go outside to the tent. They can distance, I guess, around the campus. But for the most part, I think you have most of the people worshiping, singing songs. It's like a regular worship service, no mask. And, and you know, a lot of people think that's pretty crazy, right? So obviously with, with that many people, um, eventually the the county, the Los Angeles County, court or whoever health department sent a cease and des desist is that how you say it cease and desist yeah, letter yeah which is yeah. uh you know obviously they talk to the church first but you're talking about a thousand dollars a day of fines and a threat of arrest so yeah. as a result uh, most of you know macarthur lawyered up uh the church lawyered up with uh jenna ellis and what's the other guy's name charles something i don't remember the other someone, guy's name someone correct me these guys are big dogs <laughs> these guys are big um you know jenna ellis she advises the trump administration um and and the other guy's a a big constitutional justice lawyer as well so i mean they can afford grace church can afford to do this and as a result they they filed the suit uh you know probably just to just to stop some of the charges and just to figure out what, what they can do but they i know they filed a suit against the state of california for um breaching constitutional rights and uh it was a surprise to us that today a one la county superior court justice or judge 
ruled in favor of Grace Community Church. Now, keep in mind, this is a, a temporary ruling, and they basically ruled that, uh, you know, the, the county doesn't have the right to infringe upon the constitutional rights of Grace Community Church to hold indoor services um, mm. with, you know, at whatever number of people they can fill up. And uh, there's going to be a hearing on September 4th. So that'll be the full hearing. So, so I think, according to Jenna Ellis's Twitter, as well as the press release statement from Grace Church, as well as you could Google this, um, what it seems like the agreement is that Grace Church would uh, uphold two things. They would wear face masks and they would practice social distancing. But what they're allowed to do, which no other church is supposed to be doing, what they're allowed to do is to meet indoors with, that, with no numerical limit and they can mm -hmm. sing indoors. So those are some of the things that the governor said we can't do. We can't sing indoors. We can't meet indoors. And we, and we have, and when we were permitted to meet indoors before the last lockdown, there was a limit of 25% of your capacity or a hundred max, right? So you're yeah. talking about now Grace Community Church um, setting a path that is, there's going to be a lot of confusion. I, I, I think that uh, someone, Governor Newsom or someone has to say something because mm. churches are going to begin to say, okay, does this mean we can begin to pivot back indoors? You know, so right, that's, right, that's a right. little bit of what happened today. Yeah. And uh, how, were you surprised at the news? Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. State of California, LA County, uh, both liberal. Um, mm -hmm. You know, why would they? Why would they allow such thing? And keep in mind that that there are a majority of conservative pastors and churches that don't really agree with uh, the position taken by Grace Church, right? Mm -hmm. Respecting <laughs> them, respect, high regard for MacArthur and Grace Church, uh, but but not. But, you know, if we were to go indoors, we would still want to maintain social distancing, maintain some numerical limit, and definitely wear face masks. And even yeah. singing, you know, would would be something that we would take caution on. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about a few different subjects here. <laughs> right, right. I mean, okay, were you happy with the result? <laughs> mixed, mixed results, mixed results, you know. Um, I was just minding my own business today, doing my work. And actually, thank you uh, to to Katie, uh, Auntie Katie, uh, Katie Lee, our children's director. She yeah. uh, she messaged our English pastors and said, hey, check out, um, you know, here's a Twitter update. I mean, we talk about it. I mean, we talk about <laughs> it as a as a pastoral staff. And so, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I sent that Twitter account. Uh, I sent that Twitter thing to, to Pastor Albert and the lead pastors. And, you know, yeah. there's some other pastoral networks. Uh, you know, get it going, you know, they're getting the, the word out. And, and then if you go on Facebook, you began to see people talking about it, posting about it. And then finally, the article starting to come out, right? I think right, it takes some right. time for people to write up articles and put it out. Right. So I was surprised. I was surprised that, that the, that uh, LA County, once again, I was surprised that, uh, that's your question, right? What was, was I happy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, first I, I asked you if you're surprised, and then I asked you, were you happy with the result? Um, I'm happy not in the sense that, that, uh, that Grace Church, <laughs> you know, maybe saying that what they're doing is probably the best thing uh, mm. health-wise, mm. but I'm happy that, that a liberal city, and, mm. uh, and I know Instagrams for young people, so just, you know, take it with a grain of salt when I say liberal. You know, if you're a Calvinist, I'm not talking about you, right? Uh, but, you know, like, like when you're talking about a liberal city in a very liberal state where you can get that kind of ruling, 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this type of ruling went down in Alabama, Georgia, or Texas, but California. To mm -hmm. that end, I, I am happy because that means for other issues, non-COVID, I think there's some hope for the church in terms of our constitutional right. rights going forward. Right. Right. So when they meet again, when, it, when it's official on September, is there a chance that it could get uh, overruled or overturned, I guess I should say? Or is this pretty I have much no like, idea. This, is, this is it? So is there a lawyer on here? Comment. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't know. You know, so, I mean, when I saw that thing, I mean, you, mm. you could see how every, everything is pretty political. I mean, so you could yeah. see that th this would be a temporary holding uh, order, right? It's just basically, right. it's just basically protecting Grace Church for the time being where they're free of fines and they're free of the threat of arrest. Why? Because mm. they sued. And so... If the, if the judge gave them this, this temporary, like, okay, this temporary agreement until the full hearing, then at least they're clear until September 4th. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what can happen. Obviously, we saw with Nevada uh, that oh, yeah. you know, Calvary oh, yeah. Chapel versus Nevada went up to the Supreme Court. The yeah. Supreme Court chose not to, not to um, honor the case or not to take the case, which I disagree right. with that. But, right. Yeah. So what happens to FCBC Walnut then? because we've been planning this whole drive-in thing for a while, but if we can meet inside, does this change anything? If it wasn't so hot, I don't think it would change anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm like I, sweating, I, yeah. No, I, I, I think that you know, we had an original plan to open according to guidelines. And honestly, if you're talking about a single service and we would, we would keep the numerical, either the numbers, so, this is not even a, about a government guideline, right? Mm -hmm. if, if medically, if the doctors tell us or the medical community tells us that face masks are helpful and you're indoors, so please maintain six feet, then in our worship center, uh, that's 75 people. So mm -hmm. if you space out chairs six feet apart from each other, single chairs, that's a maximum of 75 people. All right. So we're talking about if we run a, a, a service, each service would be 75 people with <laughs> face masks on, with yeah. all of the protocol, you know, the temperature checks, the registration, everything. And I, I think those were good plans. So, um, you know, and, and so if, if we follow those plans, that could be something that happens when we pivot back, you know, indoors. But in terms of going all the way to where Grace Church is, where there's no distancing, mm -hmm. face mask not required, just full on, full open church, um, I, I doubt that FCBC would go that route um, and mm -hmm. I thought that we would go that route. And I think it's another topic we've talked about it, but I think as you know, our church, we, we take COVID-19 seriously. You know, we think right. it's more than just the flu. Right. You're right. Do you, do you want to come back, Hanley? Do you want to come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. I, I want to come back. And I think that if we're going to bring, if one of the goals is to, again, we're going to continue to serve the, the online community. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, if one of our goals is to bring back as many people as possible, then we want to love our neighbor and we want to love each other by, by recognizing that the most people are going to feel comfortable coming back if we meet outdoors. The more space yeah. you have, the more airflow you have, um, you know, so I think our parking lot service is still the way to go. It's hot, but if we meet at the right hours, it's still the way to go to bring back the most people as possible on campus. Yeah. So, so I, I, yeah. I, I'm good to go with that. And I guess until September 4th, 
you know, we're, we're going to sit and wait to see what happens. And so, you know, tomorrow uh, I'll be at church, what, 7.30, We're going to do a full run through. We're going to test That's all right. of our equipment. Uh, right. It's going to be hot, but not that hot. Not like hot Lana <laughs> hot, you know, and then uh, we're going to, on Sunday morning, Sunday morning, we'll be in there and we'll have our service eight o'clock. And again, these are soft openings, right? So only the leaders are, the leaders and helpers have been invited we registered, we put in our license plate, you know, this is the car we're going to bring. And there's 40 cars, uh, maybe more that have come in, but there's 40 cars that officially registered. So that's what we'll have as a soft yeah. opening. All we're doing is testing the platform, the equipment, testing the stream. Um, and, um, and this week, there's all the sermons and worship are still being pre-recorded. So there's going to be two, we're running two tracks this week. Right, right, right. Are you... How, how is this affecting you as a pastor? Like, do you feel that you are saddened about this entire thing? Just everything that's been happening. It's been quite a while now since we've met together as a church. I, I haven't even seen you really, you know, like really, right? Like, I mean, how do you, how do you, how does this affect Pastor Hanley's mental state? <laughs> I think I'm okay. You know, I mean, obviously I prefer, uh, I prefer the structure we had before. I prefer, things to go back to normal. I want to see people. I want to preach to people real life. I want to shepherd people in person, you know, uh, but I think this is what it is. I mean, you know, the whole world is going through this trial together. You know, God is sovereign. He has his purposes. There's a lot of good that can come out of this. I uh, just got a text right now from one of our, one of our lay leaders uh, texting about the, the MacArthur article about what happened. So yeah, nice. I mean, I, I, so I, I think this is going to go around, but, but yeah, yeah I mean, uh, you probably know, I think 20, what was it, 2018, 2018, uh, you know, I, I went through some uh, emotional, I think a, a bunch of our pastors transitioned out. That was a really mm -hmm. hard time. I remember um, that, yeah. And, you know, it, that, was, that was a time where uh, I'm not sure what I was going through, uh, but I, I think I went through some, um, some emotional downtime or whatever you call it. Like uh, I don't think dark, I was depressed, dark but it was pretty bad. Like, no, uh, no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't I, hold to that kind know. of thing. St. John of the Cross, that, that's a whole <laughs> different thing. But, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and during that time I had to talk, I talked to some pastors who helped me through it. And uh, I think that prepared me for this. So, um, mm, you know, mm. I mean, I, I think when we had to pivot, we had to pivot. And we're just going a week to week to week. And I'm doing things now that I would, would have never done before. Maybe I was too proud. You know, I would never make a devotional you're... video before. I, I wouldn't get on yeah, camera. Yeah, you you're doing this. You're doing this with me right now. <laughs> yeah, Instagram is yeah. Instagram. I'm too old for Instagram. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm turning 40 next year. So, uh, hey, man. You know, you know I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate the extra effort that you're putting in as a pastor to meet your people this way. Actually, I wanted to talk to you about your devotion that you did this past week. Your devotion, oh, yeah, okay. was, your devotion was on giving, right? Was it on giving? And so I, I, yeah, I felt that like you were pretty much, yeah, I, I felt that you said like, yeah, our church is pretty good at giving. Like I, I felt that you, you kind of just said, yeah, that's the application and we're doing a good job. Keep it up. Over in the midst of the pandemic, is that is that true? Is that pretty much? Am I getting the point right that you said? Yeah, you know, we're going through Malachi, uh, just trying to wrap it up, and uh, that's for our Wednesday night prayer meetings. And the passage just happens to be about the one where 
you know, uh, Israel gets rebuked uh, through Malachi by God for robbing God and withholding their tithes. So that's yeah. that's where it came from. But regarding our church, I think we've we've done a, our people have been very faithful. Um, you know, I think early on when, when offering dropped during COVID, it's just because people, certain people didn't know how to get online, to give online, mm, mm, or, mm, or certain mm, people needed to send their giving in. And we expect that with the pandemic and with the economic situation that we're going to lose, we're going to go uh, down. But uh, our people are really faithful, holding us, holding us together. And whenever we had a need, we asked for it. Blessings that I have yeah, is the pastors you know a lot of pastors have a hard time talking about money but i'll just mm-hmm. go up and, and people know i'm not asking for you know this is not health and wealth i'll just go up on an announcement <laughs> and i'll say hey you know um i don't know if you remember this where i said hey if you guys want to give to the relief team mm-hmm. yeah and all this all this giving came in i i, I said hey I, I need you i need you guys to know that our missions giving is down mm-hmm. uh and and uh, we're not sending any short-term missionaries but we're still, we still want to support the missionaries who are out there. And what we have, like, what is it, 18 or 13, whatever I said. And I gave yeah. the exact numbers that they could find. Um, and I said, this is how much we usually get. This is where we're at. And within a couple of weeks, you know, funds started coming in, right? So, and people actually texted. They're like, hey, how do we give specifically to missions? Do we need to designate it? Uh, so, I, I just, I'm so blessed by our church. I I think our people love Christ and um, those who really walk with the Lord. I think they, they understand stewardship, you know, Um, obviously we need to teach on it more, but. Yeah, actually, since we're on Instagram right now, should young people, does this apply to young people too? Do they also need to give to the church? Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. But I think the new, the the new (laughs) Testament principle, the new Testament principle is, is not the 10%, right? It's, Mm, it's, mm -hmm. it's God loves a cheerful giver. If you want to listen to the, devotional uh you right, can. yeah but yeah. but it's it's you know god looks at god looks at the heart and he looks at what you're able to give based on him knowing how how he has enabled you given what what you have so he knows how we're using our resources and i and i, and I think you just give from your heart what you're able to uh, i think god also wants us to be responsible so if you give all your offering away and then you end up being irresponsible like you go into debt i think that doesn't honor god Right. So there's going to be certain seasons as a young person, as a college student or as a, you know, you're just starting your work and you might not be able to give as much or depending on where you're at in life, you lost your job or something. You can't give anything for a season. I don't I don't think God holds that down on you. You know, we're not a legalistic. It's not a legalistic system, you know. Mm, Right, right, right. right. So I think for young people, you give what you're able to give. Mm. How about if your child, does it apply to children? Yeah, every every child, you know, if your parents are able, you know, just come to church with a dollar. You know, parents, <laughs> give your give your kids a dollar, or um, I guess you can give them change, but uh, if yeah. you give them a, but it but it costs more. Uh, so I'm going to tell you this. So mm-hmm. so when our when our treasurer or whoever takes change to the bank yeah. to deposit it yeah. as an offering, you know, I think it costs a little more. Uh, so I I think the the whole the whole point of of the kids is not so much to make revenue right it's more to train the kids heart it's just to yeah. it's just to teach kids from a very young age that look you know everything that we have is from god and so you know when the when the offering plate goes around or however it is i mean i guess with e-offering how do you do it for kids nowadays but, <laughs> but i think just to, to. just to teach kids and then so that when they become adults they have this pattern set up where hey my, my mom sent me to church when i was little you know every every sunday with a buck or five bucks or 20 bucks or whatever it is that the parents want yeah. to give. It's really the parents giving, but 
Right, right, right. Of course, setting that pattern. Well, Hanley, thanks for coming on this call. Um, I want to respect your time. It is getting late. Uh, but I got one more question for you. Um, yes. I've, I've been keeping up with the NBA. I think you have too. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma uh, said that, um, what did he say? He said if Jesus was in front of him, he'd still shoot it anyways, meaning shoot the basketball anyways. Uh, Kuzma made a game-winning shot. It was a three-pointer a couple nights ago. Do you have a response to that? Uh, you know, I heard something like that. I, I haven't been able to pay attention to the to sports as much as I've, I've wanted to. It's been so busy with COVID and everything. Uh, but but I would say, I mean, I, I guess he has the right to shoot it if that's the question. <laughs> are, are you are you saying can he beat Jesus? Or, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm just asking. How should I even think about this? Would Jesus play basketball? If you, no, were guarded, I mean, you, if you were guarded by Jesus, do you think you would try to shoot over him? Like, I, I, I don't know how, to, how I'm supposed to process that statement. Yeah, I, well, well I, I, I think the one thing is that, you, you know, if Jesus is trying to play against you, right? So the question is, can you shoot over him if he's trying to guard you? Yeah. And the answer is no, because, because uh, it doesn't matter how tall he was or how athletic he was. If, you, if you're talking about his humanity, he was not a basketball player. He's a son of God, right? So, I mean, if you're just talking about his humanity... Uh, I don't think we can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't separate the hypostatic. Is it the hypostatic union? Right? Hypostatic like, can, union. Yes, can we right. bring this in right, right. now? Right? Yeah, like like Jesus is 100% man, 100% God all the time. So the question that Kyle Kuzma is asking is, can he shoot over God? And the answer is no. You know, so so let's not even get into like, can you can you shoot over the humanity of Christ? You know, well, okay, if you're a heretic, <laughs> you know. But but no, you cannot you cannot shoot over you know you cannot shoot over someone who is fully God fully man uh, if he's trying to defend you and if, if if you happen to make it it's because he let you you know and right, right. and I I really think if Kyle Kuzma tried to play basketball against Jesus he'd probably get saved you know just just he, he would recognize he would recognize who he's playing against and he would be like there there is a God you know. <laughs> Henry, I, I appreciate you take, taking the hard questions and uh, I guess even these uh, not hard questions, I guess. Thanks for, thanks for your time, man. Uh, uh, let me know how tomorrow night or how tomorrow morning goes. And um, yeah, maybe we'll, you have to, we'll have to jump on Instagram again some other time. Thanks, man. Have a good okay. night. All right. Good night, man. Take care. Bye.